the Clintons killed. He he was killed by the Clintons. Did you see, <laughs> did you see the meme that was like Derek Chauvin put on Suicide Watch? It was like, oh, I've seen this one before. <laughs> uh, I lost it. I haven't really thought about this yet. Oh. This part, the intro part, like what I'm gonna the wor- exact words. So, okay. All right, everybody, welcome to <laughs> Top Notch Tangents <laughs> with Max and Jacob. I'm Max, and this is Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're off to a fantastic start. This is our first episode. This is the cringiest intro I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> all right are we starting over or are we just gonna no keep we're it? keeping oh this. we're keeping it oh yeah oh yeah this is a one take podcast everything's staying in it for no, sure no <laughs> <laughs> all right i guess i'm gonna talk about uh why uh i wanted to do this podcast um when the coronavirus epidemic uh started up i felt that I felt really unsatisfied with my news and media sources. So because of what I felt like was fear tactics and fear mongering rather than, you know, an accurate, factual, logical presentation of the news and world events, I wanted to start this podcast uh, to provide uh, a different perspective. So we're going to be kind of presenting and discussing and uh, explaining the news in uh, maybe a more logical uh, perspective. And that's not going to be, we're not going to try to play with your emotions or whatever. So a little bit about us. We're both STEM students at Purdue in West Lafayette, Indiana. We Both white. Both white, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're pretty smart guys. So I feel like we're not like English majors or anything. So we don't. We're not gonna be the most articulate, but we're smart, so we know we know what we're talking about. You know, I thought you were taking shot at English majors. No. <laughs> no, we're smart. We're not English majors. No, no, that's not it. I'm just saying this is not what we specialize in, but we feel like we can present information accurately to people of maybe similar mindsets to us, like science-focused people, logic-focused people. Yeah, I think we're we're equipped to do that. Yeah. It's a different mindset that I feel like people in the STEM fields possess. And it's not like different as in bad. It's just like different. People right. think uh, in different ways and they process things in different mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. And we're not particularly like, we're not manipulating you by trying to, you know, keep you in this news cycle or, you know, make you watch the next hour of, you know, CNN news. So I think presenting it uh, with less emotional ties is going to is going to be a more accurate representation. Yeah. So just want to just wanna get into it, right into it? Yeah, let's do it. Sounds good. All right, so um, obviously the headlines are uh, pretty uniform for the past week. You know, we're in the midst of this, you know, crazy uh, race riots, really. I mean, that's how, that's what the history books are going to call it, you know race rights, uh, people fighting for equality in the streets, uh, people, you know, getting arrested left and right, you know, the occasional 
you know, looting happening, you know, you know, we obviously don't condone looting. <laughs> At Jake Paul. At Jake Paul. <laughs> I saw this meme where it's like, proof that not all cops are bad. It is the <laughs> cop for He deserves a medal of honor. <laughs> a medal of honor. Civilian medal of honor. <laughs> for sure. That's a true hero. <laughs> Uh, that blues life matters. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, we're, it's crazy to think about how much history we're living through. You know, in a yeah. hundred years, they will talk about the coronavirus novel, coronavirus epidemic. Um, and then these, these race riots. So I, I'm hoping that, you know, we don't have another one in four years. You know, we had one, we had a set of them in 2016 and, Ferguson, you know. Right. And then you remember Baltimore, was that 2017? The lawnmower. Excellent. What was I saying? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I think that if we can make this one last, you know, keep up the change. Uh, you know, I saw some legislation from Kamala Harris on my Instagram feed today that she and Cory Booker and some others are writing, you know, about. You know, some defunding of the police and uh, the such. So uh, just for the listeners to know, I'm a big Kamala Harris fan. And uh, just this this past election cycle really did it for me. I was, I was a big fan. But, so, yeah. I Do love, you think... I um, love Biden, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't we all? Love who? Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Biden will make Kamala Harris his BP? I hope not, because then I would vote for Biden. <laughs> I don't. Know, I think it'd be a really strong move for him. Um, you know, he gets that West Coast, you know, uh, representation, and you know, she's a minority and a woman, and but you know, it might seem kind of like a suck up move. It might not be enough. She might not be progressive enough. For mm-hmm. to be, he might just go full on progressive, because there's been a lot of progressives to endorse him to mm-hmm. try to bring everything tighter and unify the Democratic Party. But I don't know. I would. It wouldn't surprise me if Buttigieg became was the VP candidate either. He's probably the front runner in my mind. I like Buttigieg. Me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. He I- seems like he's trying just a little too hard. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then I'm gay, and then I'm a veteran, and then I'm. What aren't you? <laughs> you can't do everything. <laughs> He's like the Democrats' perfect candidate. He, if, if he was, you know, if he was a person of color, he'd be perfect. If he wasn't white, but yeah, well, can't win them all. Can't win them all. Just, just the not winning at all just makes him perfect, doesn't <laughs> it? Just put the bow on top. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, here in Lafayette, Indiana, there's been uh, some, a little bit of protesting, not a lot. Um, I haven't heard, was there any last night? I didn't. There, there was some today, I don't know about last night. Okay, yeah, I went to check out the protests, maybe it was like Tuesday night, mm-hmm. and there wasn't, there wasn't very much going on. It felt like mostly like white kids down there, you know, 15-year-old kids doing it for the aesthetic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Which is that's my biggest worry through all this is like the gentrification of 
you know, protesting and the movement in general, like mm-hmm. how many people are just doing it because it's the thing to do, you know? But like in democracy, the majority is the one that defines things. So does it really matter if as long as they have their actions equal right. their words? Like, does it really matter if they're not as like diligent or like doing it more for the show as long as they still vote along those lines? Yeah, I mean, that's true. As long as, I guess, the, probably the main concern is, like, perseverance, you know, who who of these people are going to stay with it and, mm-hmm. you know, keep up the cause, you know, so we don't have, you know, another round in 2024. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, is, were the race riots in 2024, did those contribute to Donald Trump's first election? It's possible, you know. yeah. Um, I think the problem with the rioting is the fact that it farther polarizes people on the right um, to vote against when they see the violence. It mm-hmm. gives them an excuse right. to not support the movement. Yeah, And I think it's not only damaging property, but it's damaging the movement itself. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it would certainly... Especially, like, the looting. Like, sometimes the occasional, like, protest getting violent is just kind of what it takes. But, you know, obviously just robbing a store is never, was never, it's never helpful. It's never mm-hmm. proving anything. I mean, it's, no. not, it's not something Malcolm X would do is rob a target, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm, I guess I'm more pacifistic, so I don't know if I'd ever, like, condone violence, but. Right. Well, well yeah, I mean, I've heard, you know. We we tried it the the pacifist way and you know at MLK we went through that whole process we played the game we played by the rules and it didn't change anything so maybe it's time for something different I've heard that argument and I see where where it's coming from you know I think the problem with that though is the same thing that happened in 2016 with Ferguson is you had you had marches and protests and people were able to make a change but after like a few weeks, all of it died down. And so there was no support anymore. And the, and if you look back at um, the 60s, after Martin Luther King died, um, and the movement just wasn't standing as strong. And so mm-hmm. they they made a lot of progress, but like their progress was cut short because people right. didn't stay vigilant. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at Ferguson now, you just, I just came across my news feed that they elected their first... Uh, a woman of color uh, mayor. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess those 2016 riots did make a change, you know, in the whole mentality of the city. So, how much was the riot itself and how much was the protest, though? It's yeah, impossible to say. But Pause. Insert ad. <laughs> <laughs> money, money, money. Today's brought to you by Raid Shadow Leggings. <laughs> <laughs> Intercode ripoff <laughs> for zero percent off your next order. <laughs> I got his um his background music that he does for adverts. I I bought it. No, I didn't buy. It. I'm gonna put that in as the background music. <laughs> I didn't pirate it. I think it's public domain. Uh-huh. I don't know. We'll figure it. Out. You seriously think that he's not gonna sue us over it? <laughs> over the zero dollars earned. <laughs> We're at a deficit. If he takes the expenses. Whoa, he could take our deficit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now we have to keep this. (laughs) It was mildly funny, so now we have to keep it. (laughs) But, yep, we're here in my basement, you know, with a quilt over the ping pong table.
It's the best way to go. Zip tying my mic to the stand. <laughs> yep. Shouldn't have even bought the mic. I could have just found a two by four that could have done this job. <laughs> yeah. The mic didn't look like that in the picture. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to recheck, but being handled now. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I guess transition into um I do wanna uh maybe contemplate <laughs> um you know, this maybe synergies, maybe not the right word, but uh, connection with the the virus and the protests. I think, I think the quarantine bottled. Everybody was bottled up, and so you know, mm. all it needed was a little spark, a little stimulus, and that's why the protests have erupted so widespread. You know, nationwide rather than just popping up in individual cities because nobody else has anything to do and is sitting on a lot of restlessness just from this past time yeah i think also um to go back to ferguson again since we break it keep bringing it up there wasn't exact video evidence of what happened yeah unless i'm mistaken um and so you still had a bunch of people denying that oh this is not police brutality and and so forth but like this time it was undeniable yeah just blatant racism yeah Yeah. or just blatant cruelty in general as well Mm -hmm. like like even if people are saying it's not racist they have to admit that it's cruel and like right. beyond reasonable measures by any means right and so like i think that is why um it has become so widespread and so big but i think restlessness also has something to do with it mm-hmm. but i think that's the biggest point is you have people completely unified. Evidence. Yeah. yeah gotcha yeah that makes sense and um yeah because it did if you look even just Weeks before, you know, the George Floyd incident, you had the Breonna, what's her last name, Taylor? Mm-hmm. Breonna Taylor, you had the Ahmaud Arbery. And I feel like, yeah, the more video, like just in-your-face video, uh, maybe the bigger reaction that it invoked. Because, yeah. like, the Ahmaud Arbery was pretty big, but it wasn't, you know, you couldn't, the camera wasn't super clear, mm-hmm. so you didn't see everything. And- I think it's been helpful because it's brought uh, things up to the front in the format. Like, I know personally I heard about Breonna Taylor after I heard about Floyd. So, like, yeah. stuff like that, it was able to bring it to my petition, uh, yeah. my attention. So Right. And I think that those, like, especially those, yeah, I think the George Floyd incident has been maybe the linchpin of this current wave, this current movement. But the Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor kind of served to... Uh, prop it up and uh, maybe strengthen the argument that it's a a race mm-hmm. thing. You know, you can't. You, it's it would be hard to say. Oh, George Floyd was an isolated incident, especially mm-hmm. so recently. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously there's far more examples that don't even reach the mainstream news coverage. Mm-hmm. But those those two being prominent have you know added to the George Floyd. You know race argument i have nothing really to add agreed (laughs) agreed (laughs) okay i i wanted to do this segment that maybe we'll do i don't know if every episode but every once in a while at least called rewind time and we might workshop there's no assonance max (laughs) come on (laughs) retro rewind retro rewind (laughs) that just means that's the same thing just again it's um but I, uh, 
I don't like how you know singularly focused the news cycle is and so stuff will just completely fall out it took me like a good five minutes to remember uh, the trade war and so that's kind of what i want to talk about like you know before you know maybe the epidemic uh was the one that kind of erased the trade uh, war out of the news cycle i just kind of wanted to check in with that and you know Make sure, you know, we're not just jumping from topic to topic and not really considering the depth of each issue and the movement of, you know, each situation. But uh, so the, I kind of did a little bit of research. There's honestly not a lot of information about, uh, you know, up-to-date information about where U.S.-China trade relations are at the moment, but... Uh, I, f- I did find one CNN article that'll be linked in our show notes. Um, it's not in my show notes. <laughs> it's not. You, you no. need to refresh your show <laughs> notes. What are you it. talking about? <laughs> but um, you know, obviously, uh, anti-China sentiments in America are very high um, because you know somehow, somehow, you know, blaming the Chinese. Which I mean, maybe you can blame the government for, you know suppressing the urgency of the matter or suppressing the uh, numbers um but you know that's not chinese people's fault especially chinese people in america which has been really disappointing to see people blame them and i think the problem is is like you can't blame a people who cannot vote for their government by any means right unless you're going to blame them for not taking actions against the right and yeah the only thing you can blame them is for a violent, not taking a violent communist revolution. You know? yeah. <laughs> but it's not like, yeah, it's not like they should necessarily be doing that, though. Like, right. It might not be. A t- but anyways, um, so uh, because the majority of the Donald Trump's base is pretty anti-China, uh, he he's had... He's had to appease those people and uh, maybe be more hostile than reasonable, <laughs> I feel like, is, is fair to say, especially now. Um, but phase, phase one was signed in January, and that was a big step. You mm-hmm. know, there's kind of movement towards a solution. Um, but because... A lot of analysts said, oh, this phase one will be really hard for China to meet. They'd have to raise their U.S. imports by 6% every month, which mm-hmm. is, which like was not super feasible. And then with the slowdown of the world economy, it's just impossible now. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to link this in the show notes, um, or whoever takes care of the show notes is going to link this. But um, back when Obama was president, Trump was at a rally. I don't think he was even running at this point. Um, and he was talking about how he wanted to increase tariff and taxes against uh, Chinese imports. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was something that was very, uh, very adamant about. And so it's it's nothing new, him coming against um, right. China from this. It's always been, you know... One of his taglines, one of his mm-hmm. that really gets the base route up. We're gonna bring manufacturing back, you know, and that really is popular with industrial white America. So it's Ohio. generally a good thing. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah there, there's more to it it's than not just capitalism. But <laughs> 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 capitalism being the ultimate standard of morality. Yeah, of <laughs> At Sam, <laughs> I'm gonna keep that in there. <laughs> 
Maybe we'll have Sam on sometime. That'd, That'd be, be so fun. Some hot takes for y'all. Not really. Xander Xander's hot takes. Sam isn't that hot take. I don't know. As long as you give time to Sam to explain himself. Yeah, you think so? Mm -hmm. We'll have to give him that time. I can, outside of certain fundamental differences, differences, wow, um, (laughs) I can understand one where Sam's coming from and is generally agreeable with view Mm -hmm. of what his foundation is. But like when we have different foundations of how we think that the government should act and be, it becomes a little iffy on what you agree on. Like, because he's a right-leaning libertarian, where I'm a moderate libertarian. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm just a moderate, really. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, Ron Swanson. So, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just a moderate at this point. Um, and so, like, there's fundamental differences that we have. And so that's why I find that if... Sam and I talk that we can come to a lot of common ground, but even mm-hmm. if we can't agree on things like that. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of understanding, if not necessarily an agreement. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, if we ever have more political issues than like just what we're doing now, it's going to have to be a long episode. <laughs> yeah. Cause I feel like talking about politics in within five to 10 minutes is absolutely useless. Um, I feel like talking about politics in five to 10 minutes is absolutely useless. There's, no way that you can get all of your ideas across. Um, right. There's no way you can get your ideas across fluently and um, with the other person understanding where you're coming from unless you can really um, translate what your foundations are and um, where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, even beyond just justifying uh, that, providing evidence, because you don't want... Mm-hmm. like. The listener, we don't want to have the listener just take us at face value of everything we say. We're going to, you know, say a lot of our opinions on here, but we want to be able to provide facts to back that up and reasoning that, you know, makes it coherent. You know? Yeah. And like, even if our opinions are different, like it doesn't really matter because in politics, every single action has 14 different reactions That's and true. all of them have their own pros and cons and effects in different ways. So it comes down to, uh, the foundations that you uh, adhere to, whether it be moral or political um, and so forth. And or economic. What, yeah, or economic. <laughs> Social, political, economic, moral, religious. <laughs> what you really find to be most important. And um, when you're putting those in hierarchy, you're really going to come to different decisions, even mm-hmm. if, um, because in our political system with only two bodies um, making the entirety of our laws and statutes, you're going to have to come to compromises within mm-hmm. um, one voting for people um, into what you're willing to sacrifice and what you, to gain certain things. Right. It's always going to be a pros and cons list. You know, there's, you know, there's, oh, this, you know, I disagree with these 12 things they say, but these 14 things that I do like is more than the 13 of the opponent so or or even i am so vehement about these two things that they are running on even if i disagree on 20 things that they're running on it right exactly yeah i mean even in 2016 how many people around uh especially uh me and you jacob how many people were like i'm gonna vote for trump just because i need a conservative justice on the supreme mm-hmm. court that was i heard that tagline from a lot of especially older people just They're about like, all of my family that voted for trump voted for him because of that really because of 
That was the only reason mm-hmm. I know specifically a couple of my family members voted for him. I gotcha. I'm I'm fairly happy with Gorsuch. I haven't l- read a lot of his opinions, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> certainly not as controversial of a figure as Kavanaugh. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a guy. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I don't feel like getting in hot water. As a moderate, as soon as I open my mouth, I make everybody mad. <laughs> That was it was crazy to like watch through history classes. You, you know, just people grilling him. I'm I am afraid that it's going to set a precedent of just, you know, really pushing, um, but look, all nominees. Yeah, but look at Biden. He got a, accused of rape, and like nobody cared. Yeah, it's it's pretty disappointing, honestly. Like yeah. what happened to the whole believe women, you know, yeah. tagline of the De- Democratic Party? Like it's just. It's hypocritical. Yeah. You know. And that's what's so frustrating is like if okay, you have different beliefs than I do, but be consistent. It's like um the hypocrisy well, you you still believe women. Like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No. To be clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying yeah. I'm just saying for I find it more frustrating when people are hypocrites, which is a problem because everybody's a hypocrite because you change your mind um, when different circumstances are there. Like right. no matter what, you're going to be hypocritical at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just frustrating to see that on such a high level against someone that running to run the um, country. Is there any is there any like path to victory for anyone else in the Democratic primary? I don't think there is. I think no. everybody's dropped. It, Bernie, maybe. Well, I mean, he's officially dropped, right? But, yeah. You know, people could still. Uh, the fantasy football of the election would be burning running for a lot of people because, like, I think. I don't think that. that Bernie had works. a good base. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, boilers for Bernie was the probably the largest political or at least the most vocal political group on campus. Oh, by far. Yeah. yeah. It was interesting. I wanted to bring um, my dad uh, one of their buttons <laughs> that'd be funny yeah jacob's dad's pretty conservative not the most conservative but pretty conservative i'd say he yeah yeah i signed a petition as a non-registered voter at 17 years old <laughs> to put kamala Harris on the indiana primary <laughs> they didn't <Woo>! check <laughs> no, they did not check hmm. and i convinced my roommate who doesn't know anything about politics to sign that petition as well so sam was so mad at me for signing that, that i don't so even agree with a lot of her stuff but like i feel like how that's... dare you i'm <laughs> sorry max <laughs> but it's just like uh, i felt like she should still be on there like right just to give everybody a fair shake yeah, my my biggest problem with the presidential election is how segregated it is, and like a small group of people mm-hmm. that are able to run. It's mm-hmm. they got to figure out a system that we don't end up with Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump being the two primary <laughs> candidates again. Just the absolute best of America. Right oh there. yeah, <laughs> they're really digging down in that basket, right? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I'm excited about the youth of the Democratic Party. I'm just and I don't know any. I'm sure they're out there, you know, young, up-and-coming uh, Republicans. But I, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, it's not. I'm. There's nobody I'm excited about on, on that side. Mm-hmm. I think what's going to end up happening as as we venture more and more into a polarized um, 
political system and between the parties. I think that as the Democrats get more and more authoritarian, quote unquote, with their policies, that mm-hmm. the right is going to get more and more uh, libertarian. And I think that uh, Ben Shapiro is a good example of this, where he is just growing and growing in popularity and in followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, as a result of, you know, the polarization, there will be at some point, finally, there will be a third party emerge. Like there just it just has to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that the Black Lives Matter movement is the perfect uh jumping point for a third party. You think so? I think so. Especially with the amount of um black vote that goes to um Democrats. I think one that'll cut into their base. Except for Kanye. But... Yeah, except for Kanye. <laughs> but like legitimately Kanye wants to run for president. I mean <laughs> I don't think that that would happen. Republican. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would vote for Kanye, a hundred percent. I think I would. I love Kanye. He could not say anything that he could could say. I will nuke all of Europe, and I would still vote for him. (laughs) He's gonna run uh, against Jeb Bush, and this time he's gonna say Jeb Bush doesn't care about black people. (laughs) Oh man, what if? What if the? The debates were just rap battles. <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> CNN airing a rap battle. Eminem, uh, oh. Royce to Five Nine. Oh yeah, Eminem Kanye could be West, a, a Democratic candidate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Kanye West. Did you watch the music video about the Vegas shooter? That's an awfully hot coffee pot. That one. <laughs> no, no, from the new album. Um, the one that samples "Hello Darkness, My Old oh, Friend." Oh yeah, that line. I didn't see the video. No, the the video is really good, very intense. Mm. So, but he's definitely you know progressive on his, his his gun laws and those sort of ideas. So you know, potential he would never. He, I, don't, I don't think he would. Win. No. I think Kanye might win just because it's Kanye. You never know. <laughs> never underestimate Kanye. Yeah, we've been doing that for twenty years. <laughs> Kanye West has been in front of the curb for like as long as he's been alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, I mean, would have voted for Waka Flocka Flame if he was old <laughs> enough, but too bad. Uh, they gotta figure something out with the age, especially with people aging out. What do you mean, like uh, um, low, eligibility? The age, eligibility age. Oh, I'm talking. Uh, yeah, for height. Um, not for height. <laughs> uh, that the that people can age out of uh, eligibility for running for president. Oh, you want to cap the mm-hmm. height of? Interesting. I don't think it should be permanent because, like, as healthcare progresses and progresses, people are becoming uh, more and more healthier as they get maybe older. Not an amendment or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing that would take two thirds to. Yeah, to ratify. To ratify, yeah. But I think it would be beneficial on a temporary basis if you could if you could figure out a way to make the aging out a uh, living number. What if, like, alternatively, could you just I don't know. I guess in 2016, there was a lot of like, oh, this Donald Trump's physician says he's as healthy as a 45 year old (laughs) man. You know, I was, yeah, I was going to suggest like a doctor's recommendation, but there's going to be a doctor that they can find with the exact opinion, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't think that'll ever happen, but it's not a bad idea. 
I think um, it might be one of the things that uh, the um, the states are trying to ratify. Uh, there's ongoing petitions for states to ratify the Constitution. Uh, what is it? The something of states um, is what it's officially called. Um, but in the amendment, you can get... Uh, sorry, you can amend the Constitution uh, one of two ways, with two-thirds of Congress or with, um, I think it's two-thirds of the states as well. Instead of it having to be both, it can just be one? Mm -hmm. The Convention of States, that's what it's called. I forget the exact number on what is needed, but more and more uh, people are signing petitions, and a few states have actually um, said that they would for getting uh, term limits on uh, congressmen and uh, a few other things. I, that's the like big ticket thing that they're trying to do. Uh, do you think term limits on a, a congressman's a good idea? Like, there's some congressmen that spend their entire lives like working towards you know legislation. You mm-hmm. know, like I mean, it takes. It sometimes it just flat out takes that long. You yeah, know? everything has its uh, pros and, and then cons. it's fourteen cons. Yeah, that's yeah. true. My ideal situation would be with um having small groups who are specialized uh who are still elected but specialized to make rules um regulations and laws on those topics and so one you have a farther decent body multiple overseeing bodies over specific things so one is you have a further decentralization of power right Okay. okay. Two, you have more checks and balances. And then three, you are basically obliterating the idea of a two-party system because having uh, two parties that are running on so many different topics is not going to be as unifying when you don't have to compromise when electing people. Because does it really matter if the person in charge of transportation and infrastructure cares about pro-life or pro-choice or right. Medicare for all. Like it does, his opinion on that doesn't matter because he has no jurisdiction in that That's area. Right. So you just want to isolate mm-hmm. more. A decentralization of power, I think, I would mean, help. That's a new constitution. Oh, man. Yeah, this would never happen. <laughs> You just make your own country, bro. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> United States of Jacob. <laughs> um, yep. The quality. Top notch tangent. That's dot gov. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is a prime example of top notch tangent. We spent too much time on politics. <laughs> <laughs> we spent too much time coming up with that name. Oh my gosh, it took us a week. But if you're going to consolidate the time, it probably took us three hours. Probably. <laughs> All right. Are we, are we transitioning here? Are yeah. we segueing? To... This is a segue. Okay. I, I tapped the marker. It's a segue. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the clicky is. The clicky? Yeah. Are you going to Are you gonna uh, cut out the click? No. <laughs> Keep the click? That's what makes it intimate. Okay. <laughs> Podcasting an intimate experience. Oh yeah. All right. Do you have anything, any other main segments you want to talk about before I go into? I really hate the segment name Plug Fest. It's just terrible. All right. We're gonna do a cut, and we're gonna come up with a better name, and then we're gonna call it that. <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> Spotlight segment. No. Submission. Spotlight submission. I, I, there's nobody listening to this. How are their submission? No, we're submitting. No, we're submitting? Is it spotlight submission or suggestion? <laughs> I can't remember. I think it's suggestion. Suggestion, sounds... It's spotlight su- suggestion? Yeah, let's call it spotlight suggestions. 
Do those two words go together? I don't know. <laughs> do submissions and spotlight go together? We're running with it. Okay. Spotlight submissions. You sound so enthusiastic. I know. I am. We can change it later. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're running with it? Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay, we're back, everybody, <laughs> after that advertisement where we made a lot of money. <laughs> okay. All right, so we're going to transition to a segment uh, called Spotlight Submissions, where we are going to submit uh, some content, some piece of culture, some really anything that we've been enjoying and maybe you guys want to check out. Maybe you don't. That's okay. We're going to talk about it and... You know, it's going to be maybe the more casual, more lighthearted part of this podcast. So, um, I'll just start. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of a great band called The Happy Children. Kind of like an indie rock vibe where lots of, lots of mumbling. You can't really tell what they're saying. It sounds pretty depressing, but <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, you know. They're not I happy they're not it. children. So if you're, no, uh, no, I don't, I don't think they're children. That would be, it'd be pretty sad. That'd be impressive. It would be sad. Oh. But yeah, I guess if you had to check out a track, uh, mm, switch it up or uh, when I'm rich, probably my my top two tracks from them. How about you, Jacob? Anything you want to submit? Um, I'm going to plug Avatar The Last Airbender on Netflix. Okay, a very original. Oh, very yeah, original. I know. <laughs> um, if you weren't on the bandwagon when you were like eight, you should jump on now. <laughs> yes, it's, it's not a great too show. late. It's not too late. I no. still watch it. I love that show. Have you heard much about uh, the live action mm-hmm. remake? Is that still on or is that <laughs> still happening? Okay. It's, it's a little bit behind schedule, especially with uh, the coronavirus mm-hmm. uh, shutting everything down because uh, the plan is to work internationally. But they have a huge budget um, and the original creators are like the leads on this okay. project. So you're not going to get the... Um, uh, What's its face doing a movie? Oh, whatever. Twist guy Mid- from the village. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. This yeah. is not a Shyamalan wreck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to describe it. But have they released a cast yet? No. no. Okay. So still, still very pre production. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. So be two years, maybe? Yeah. Okay. I think they're going to release it by season. So, like, oh, it, it could be, be shorter. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe they'll even go episode by episode. They could, they that could, could try. Be cool. it. Yeah, like Disney Plus kind of mm-hmm. did that this past semester. So. Yeah, they're doing uh, twice the length. I'm not sure yet if that is uh, there's double the serial episodes or if it is um, 40 minutes instead of 20 minutes. Yeah, it would be more in because it's a Netflix original, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess. Right. <laughs> it's Netflix is the producer producing. and okay. they're publishing it. That it would be more their style to to condense into a longer episode with fewer episodes per no, season. It's double the time. Like Right, content. right. Right. So Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so yeah, that's how they usually do Oh, they're gonna double is No, that what I'm you're saying? saying no, I'm saying there would be half the number of episodes in a season and they'd be double the length. No. It's double the content. Really? Mm-hmm. That's the plan. Okay. 
That'll be interesting. Yeah. I really could go great or bad. Yeah. Look yeah. at Crimes of Grindelwald and the, that. I don't know anything. I just finished the Harry Potter books and still Plug those books. Yeah. They're pretty good. I mean, I don't have any nostalgia to kind of boost them up, but the writing was okay. And she, I mean, the writing was not like, wow, she's a great writer. But, you know, the characters are lovable and it really activates the imagination. So <laughs> it, it's... Yeah, it's culture essential at this point, so I figured I had to read it. You kind of know the memes. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> had to understand all those 19-year-old girl <laughs> references. Thank you, Adriana. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, are we doing the... Um... Oh, are you allowed to do that? <laughs> 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 You're not allowed to do it. I'm allowed to do it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because I did it out here. Oh, um, but speaking of which, are we doing the what? What do we call it? Where you diss all your exes? No, we're not doing. That. We should totally. There's do so it. much negativity. I don't even. I don't even have any hard. Feelings. Your negativity is everybody else's positivity. <laughs> I'm really spreading positivity <laughs> by bashing my exes. I don't think so. He's speaking to you directly. If you're listening to this. <laughs> If you're listening to this, I hate you. <laughs> Mark that, buddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to cut so much out of there. <laughs> you save the first take and then make the second take a separate file. That could be... Well, I, I want this content. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll send you the, the or, original. Yeah, yeah I'll send you the original. Okay. Um, so... I guess we'll move into the end of the podcast. And so we actually very stoked have a Twitter and Instagram page already up for you to check out. That's going to be top notch tangents, all one word that's on Twitter and Instagram. The website will come up soon. Uh, we have not yet made that. We're still, we, we don't know about any other, uh, platforms. We don't care about Facebook. No, we don't care at all. <laughs> so. If you're on Facebook, then don't <laughs> listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, you know, we really want to hear from you guys. We don't know um, who our audience quite is yet. It's going to be wanna, Tom. It's going to be Tom. It's, it's just Tom. Ideal avatar Tom. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but... So we're kind of curious about, you know, how you're hearing about us and um, who you are and what sort of content you'd like to see. So for sure, you know, interact with us, send us stuff, send us, you know, news you find interesting and uh, well, you'll get right in the podcast. It's not that hard, <laughs> especially at this stage. I mean, as of now, we have zero listeners. So. If you want an advertisement for Two dollars. That would be one dollar for me, one dollar for Max. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're you, splitting this 50-50. Yeah. Not the expenses, though. <laughs> <laughs> Can't negotiate that. But profits we are. So mm -hmm. if you want to advertise for two dollars, you can have a say I virtually anything. <laughs> no, I'm not cutting this. <laughs> okay. I need that dollar. Right. <laughs> That's a quarter of a Starbucks cup right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. We want to hear from you guys, and uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of Top Notch Tangents. Thank you, everybody. Bye.